Hi, it's Mark Sisson. Welcome to the Primal Blueprint Podcast, where we deliver a variety of fresh content to help you live awesome. Enjoy the show. Engage with us online at MarksDailyApple.com and on social media, and send your questions to info at PrimalBlueprint.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Today, we have two interesting primal folks that I've discovered recently, and I was on their podcast called The Savage Podcast.net. Today, we have Joseph Sikorsky and Jason Leopai, who are both avid competitive MMA guys, lifelong martial artists, and avid outdoorsmen, and who adopted a primal life, just went full force with it, and now are just going strong. Welcome to the show, guys. What's up? Hey, what's up? Thanks for having us. <laughs> So glad to have you guys. I had so much fun on your podcast. Uh, we, we dropped a lot of F-bombs, and I'm warning everyone right now, this could be explicit. We might we might throw out some words. <laughs> uh, nothing too salacious. <laughs> but it's really interesting. You guys, um, tell me, how, and you can take turns here, whoever wants to take it first, how did you guys even discover primal paleo and this way of life? Tell us about your journey. Okay, well, I guess um, my journey started really actually with allergies, to tell you the truth. Um, I've had allergies my whole life. They've been plaguing me since childhood. Uh, Jay knows about them. I do. He's held me many a time through many an allergic reaction. <laughs> and I, I just, it's after doing a lot of research and going through medicine and doctor after doctor, I started to realize that a lot of everything was diet related. Like I'd notice when I'd eat particularly bad, you know, I'd have like asthma attacks or I'd get hives. And from there, I just kind of, you know, paved my way through research and doing my own doctoring, I guess, until I came across Mark, really. And at the time, I was already listening to Rogan's podcast and I saw Mark on the on the um, Joe Rogan pod on the uh, Joe Rogan experience and right there, it like opened my eyes. And I was like, holy crap, this is exactly, this guy's describing everything that I'm going through. And it it felt like a, I don't know, it felt like a beam of light. And as soon as I changed over, it was like, boom. It was like an instant relief. Everything went great. Jay saw it. It did. He was really happy. Yeah. <laughs> no more, no more hand holding and tears in his chest no, of Ukraine. <laughs> now, we, now we just do that for fun. <laughs> right. That's just that's just called you know spooning at this point for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us what were the uh, what were like some of when you look back what were those allergic triggers for you? Was it wheat and gluten? Was it just specifically like a canola oil? Like did you narrow it down? And you're like ah these five things really f me up. I noticed most that when I and. You know, I'm part Irish, so carbs are kind of my blood type. And I noticed when I'd eat a lot of just sugar in general, sugar in general, it kept my body inflamed. And you know what? I could I could feel it because in those initial stages where I was changing over to the primal lifestyle, um, and you know, at first it was like, okay, I'm going to go with this full force, and then you know, I failed a little bit in the beginning, and I could feel I'd get really bloated. My breathing would be off. I, you know, I'd be hot at night, and I'd be like, "Man, I was like, you know, you ate a sandwich today, you ate bread, you ate some crackers, and this is the reaction that's happening." And I'd get hives, and I'd get really itchy. And I said, "This is—it's a no-brainer for me." So I would say, <clears throat> mostly wheat and yeah, wheat and gluten, and uh, you know, with wheat and gluten, you know, usually sugar is hand in hand because carbs. 
that that's that's the trigger for me. There and pe- I'm, I'm glad you mentioned sugar because you know people actually don't go right to that as being a source. But you're so right because it doesn't even matter what's ailing you. It could be an allergy or a thyroid problem or whatever the hell it is. And sugar is just an inflammatory starter. Yeah. No matter what, and you're right. So you're that's like almost going back to the base root of it. Like, hey, just sugar will start to screw it up, and then you just get compounded from there, right? Yeah, it was like you're ingesting all this sugar, your body's already in like this inflammatory state. And this is stuff that I found out after doing the research. My body was already on this red alert status. So of course, any kind of foreign matter, whether it was, you know, cat hair or ragweed, my body's going to go, oh, we don't, I can't tolerate this right now. I'm busy doing this other shit. So it, I think for me, my allergies, like they're staved off. Not, I mean, if I take my face and rub it in a cat's ass, I'm going to start sneezing. <laughs> I'm just going to start. I sneezing. might just throw up. I don't know. Sneezing. Yeah, go right to well, the I've, got my, I've got my fetishes, but, and, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's, it's been a godsend really. I mean, to tell you the truth, that's, that, that was my journey. Yeah. What about you? Um, mine actually started not, well, let's see, about a year and a half ago, I was, Joe was cornering me in a national jujitsu tournament. Yep. And, um, you know, we get there and he was, he was my go-to guy, you know, he was helping me warm up and, uh, more spooning, (laughs) more spooning. Yeah. So with me, along with me, I packed up this cooler full of just carbs, the old way of thinking, right? Wait, did you have Gatorade just, in there, some gel packs? I, <laughs> yeah, I had, I had Gatorade, Gatorade um, uh, protein bars, a big thing of like sandwich meat and sand, like cheese and bread and, you know, to make sandwiches, whatever, vegetables, um, a whole slew of things, right? So I'm, I'm, I'm warming up and I go to grab a bite to eat and Joe just sticks his hand in the cooler and just pulls out the meat. Right. No sandwich, no cheese. I'm like, you want, you want some mayo with that? And he's like, no. So he shoves this handful of meat in his mouth. And I'm like, what is, he looks good doing it, but what is he doing? (laughs) What is he doing? So, you know, all right. So time goes on. I'm probably in my third, third or fourth match. And I just, I crash, I crash. I feel it my entire body and I'm just sitting there on the floor. I'm ready to just call it like mentally I'm there. My body just, it wasn't there. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? And he comes up and he sits next to me and he scooches over and he takes my hand and he's like, let me tell you something. You know what I was doing? (laughs) You know what I was doing in the parking lot? I was staying the fuck away from those, those sugars and those carbs. I'm like, what are you talking about? You have to have these carbs for energy. And he's like, yeah. And look at you now. So, yeah, way to, way to rub it into his face. Way to way to make a point. Yeah. Like, uh, hey, buddy, you're passed out right now because you're a yeah. damn sugar burner. Uh, and yeah, right. So I go on, win the tournament. No big deal. But it took it took. <laughs> I every, just threw that away. Yeah, I just won it. Just had to throw that in there. It took every ounce of me to keep going with very little energy. And I had to keep going with the sugar at that time, just because that's all I knew. I had to pound more sugar and more carbs in order to get that energy boost. And then again, after the tournament, I was wiped and done. He told me all about, um, he, he, like I said, he took my hand and, and showed me the path and showed me Marxist and pretty much read him the primal blueprint word for word. Yeah. Because I was so tired. And yeah, that's some good nighttime <laughs> spooning reading for the yeah. <laughs> bunk beds. We have bunk beds, so yeah. Um, but as soon as I started it, and I've I've great willpower. If I want to do something, I'm going to do it 
come hell or high water, it doesn't matter. So I was like, you know what? Whatever, let's do this. I cut all the sugars, all the carbs, 100%. Bam, just did it right away. The first thing I noticed, I think it was the fourth day, which he assured me was going to be the fourth day, was when I woke up. Now, I'm, generally in the mornings, I'm very groggy. I, I wake up in the morning, generally at about 4.30 in the morning, and I sit in my bed and I look at the wall for about four hours. Hey, what kind of messages are you getting from the wall? That's what have I you ever know. seen Weekend know. at Bernie's? That's Jay. <laughs> yeah. That's, by the way, I was just talking about that movie yesterday. It's one of my favorite still, <laughs> movies ever. Still it never one of the best. gets old. The physical comedy just does not get old in that movie. The best. <laughs> so very graggy. Right. Sitting there. Um, and I, the, the first thing I noticed that fourth and fifth day, especially I woke up with all of the energy in the world, had no problems just stepping out of bed. And I thought maybe I was just having a great day. I'm like, yeah, hell yeah. I'm, I'm ready to go this, you know, whatever. A couple days later, same thing. And then it, it just never stopped. It's amazing. It never stopped. So ever since I, uh, took away of the, uh, primal blueprint, this is, that's been my path and it's been so much easier. And I try and I tell people, cause I know a lot of people with that problem, they, they wake up and it's tough to get out of bed. They need the coffee. Need they got to yeah. snort the grounds, they right. gotta, you know? Right. And gotta, you know, get, get in that cat's butt, whatever you got to do to get up. They're doing a lot <laughs> too much. Right. <laughs> so yeah, that's my journey. That's a beautiful story. Thank you. I'm so glad I'm, <laughs> I'm so glad I'm in it. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Well, let me and actually, I just want to touch on something. So you guys mentioned Mark Sisson on the Joe Rogan Experience podcast. Uh, it's a two and a half hour or two hour and 45 minute amazing interview. I think I told you when I was on your podcast, I myself have watched it three times and I can just go talk to Mark whenever I feel like that's it. That's amazing. That, that's how good that interview is. If anyone's out there and they really want to show other people or immerse it, I, you know, not only is his transformational seminar for two hours that he does great, but at the end of the day, you could just go onto that Rogan and you're going to get so much. It's one of Mark's best interviews. I've heard all of them. I love it. Um, and I'm so glad it reached so many people um, because like you said, this is a game changer. So you're not bonking anymore. You're not crashing out when you're training. What are, what are some other things you've noticed? Um, you know, Joe, you talked about the, the allergies, right? So what about you, Jason, aside from that energy, what are some other changes over time that you're like, Ooh, cause you know, as you know, it becomes a process, it gets better and better. And then things are like, Hmm, this changes and you know, you kind of get intuitive with it. So I'd love to hear about whether you had allergies or not, whether kind of symptoms or things in life where you're like, you know what, that wasn't there anymore. The, uh, the biggest thing that, that I noticed now, I don't have allergies and I was blessed to not have too many ailments. However, um, the one thing that I did notice is since I'm an athlete, uh, both Joe and I have to be very, very, very fine tuned with our bodies. So we have to know how much we weigh at all times, how much weight we're carrying at a certain point, and how much weight we have to drop for the next tournament or fight coming up. Yep. So the, the this is a rigorous, strenuous. You guys are training two plus hours a day, right? I mean, this is brutal to be an athlete like you are. Yes, yes, yeah. we have a lot going on. Yeah, and it, that that's <laughs> just that's just MMA. That's not even. We do everything. Jay and I, are, we're Renaissance men. That's how I like to think of us. <laughs> right. So yeah, it is. I mean, some days it's two hours. Some, I mean, we do get, we do take off Sundays like everybody else and relax and chill. And we both go through stretches where we, you know, want to do something else. But yeah, it is rigorous. And Jay, you were talking about um, 
just the other day, the mental clarity yes. from from being on this diet. Yeah, it's it's like a lifestyle. The, the fog, it, it was weird. It was the weirdest thing. <laughs> the, it was like the fog was lifted. Everything is just clear. I can't explain it. Yeah, it's a weird thing. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's, no, you're explaining it. And you know what? That's what everyone else says too. It is really fascinating when your brain is sparked up and lit up in a way that before felt like, can I just get through this day so I can go to bed? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's amazing. Right. You're literally coming off of a drug. That's exactly the way it is. You're coming off of a drug and you're clear. Uh, you're more in tune with your body. The fat loss, the fat loss. Oh my God. It was so quick. I didn't, I mean, yes, we train every day and yes, uh, we have our old school ways of training hard, train hard, sweat it off, you know, but now it's, it's what you, now we can do it a different way. We can go about it a little bit safer and healthier way opposed to just grinding, grinding, grinding. It's now our diet and, and what we eat and what we consume in a day. Yeah. And I'd say another big thing too, is I've been able to step back from the vigorous parts of training and focus more on technique because I'm... Re- That's a good point. Cause I'm, I was wondering about that too, because I'm assuming that you don't have to do the same intensity, uh, that you used to Yeah, uh, likely. Like one of the cool things and from listening to Mark again, uh, well, let me bring up first that when I first started the primal blueprint, um, I, I didn't work out for one month because I wanted to see if it was legit and I was going to, you know, I, I'd heard people say, oh, it's all diet. It's all diet. I've heard people say, oh, you can't do shit without exercise. I wanted to see it for myself. And in that first month I dropped almost, this is no joke. And I am not a big guy. I mean, I'm, I'm huge, but I'm not like, a, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not a big guy. I dropped 17 pounds in 32 days. Seven. I'm not surprised. You know, I bet the first 10 was just inflammation oh, yeah. and oh, BS yeah. of that and, and bloat. And then boom, and you guys do lose a little bit bulk more weight than women just in general faster than we do. Your diet's just kicking faster. But that's that's common. That's not extraordinary. And I'm glad that you did that test because 80% of your body composition is diet, yeah. barring any other kind of like underlying issues or diseases. And I love that you tested it. You're like, uh-uh, let's see if this is BS. And, and that's what I try to tell people. I'm like, you don't have to like do primal and work out and go to yoga and try to, you know, just if you're, you know, overweight or even obese and you're not even walking to the mailbox, all you have to do is get the willpower around the diet. It'll work. Yeah. It's, right. a, it's amazing. It's like, um, now with with the training, you know, you can you can do it and, and be vigorous and do these high octane workouts, but now it's so it's so nice instead of trying to run, oh my god, let me see how fast I can run this six miles. Let me see if I can run six and a half minute miles the whole time. It's but then the next day you're you're shot and you can feel it and you're hungry and you're like, oh God, now it's a beautiful thing to run ten miles. At a 10-minute pace, my heart rate doesn't get above 130, and the next day and even immediately after, I feel fantastic because I haven't put my body through the extremely rigorous, oh my God, more cardio, high-intense cardio, and, and getting into what Mark calls that that black hole where you're only burning sugar and you're no longer burning fat. That was a huge thing for me. That was huge. I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up. Because honestly, you are you are really you're obviously kind of your own primal expert here. Because that is those are some nuances and some things that 
you can learn, but people don't necessarily retain or they have to relearn. And until you experience it, and I used to do the same thing because I used to have to, I used to haul ass on all my hikes. Uh, and uh, I was always sore and hungry afterwards and tired. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And then when I learned all this stuff, I had to do the heart rate monitor thing. And it was, and I'm sure it was weird for you running at first, right? Because when I had to hike slower, I was like, hold on a minute, I'm barely even walking up this hill. How yeah. could this possibly <laughs> be good for me, right? How is this going to do the job? But it actually not only does the job better, life's so much better. You aren't in that glucose burning phase. And even today I was on a hike and I have a friend who just is a fast walker and I normally am just like street wise. Uh, but we were hiking and I, we're going up a hill and I go, you know, let's just, let's kick it back a little bit. I don't need to be running up this thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 It's so much better. It is. So one thing that, uh, Joe and I always push on, <laughs> on the, on the Savage podcast on our show is the, okay. So the word diet people throw, you know, we're throwing it around, we don't we don't see this as a diet. We see this as a lifestyle because like you and I, you know, we discussed. Totally. Mark would say the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Like the three of us discussed on our show, um, the lifestyle. Okay. So on a diet, you have a set of rules. Yeah. Right. This, this whole lifestyle that we live, it's, I can make a choice whether I want to eat that or not. Now that I'm clear of all the sugar and carbs, I can, I can look at a piece of pie and be like, no, I, I can eat it if I want it, but I, I just don't have a craving. You don't, don't crave want it. want it. Yeah. And I, when I explain people this, they're like, oh, what diet are you on? I'm like, well, I'm not on a diet, but let me explain it to you if, if you're willing to listen. Yeah, because once you – I've noticed that with, with this whole new lifestyle and this – and it is really a wonderful thing because once you're in it, you're ingrained and dedicated. Um, w- one of the craziest things and coolest things about it is that – it's no longer a rule thing. There's no set. It's not like, okay, we know the guidelines. We're going to choose to stay within them. And we're at a healthy enough um, peak. And we're, we're right where we need to be that it's like, oh, well, we're, we're watching the fights. We're watching UFC. Somebody ordered a pizza. Guess what? I can have a piece and I'm not going to feel guilty about it because I know my body is like tuned up. On the on the other hand, the strangest thing is I don't even crave it anymore. Right. You don't even look at it. And you don't. Want you it. look at it, it and you're matter. like, "What? I want. I want a steak. Yeah, I want butter." Yeah. It feels like a weird thing because if you look back, I guess all three of us were probably always kind of sugar burners oh, or, yeah. you know, maybe at one point if we're playing sports in high school, maybe we burned more and we were better. But so when I look back, that's the thing. Like today I was at a store, um, uh, Erwin grocery, like a natural store. They have like a, you know, hot deli with all, you know, organic food and stuff. And they had samples out of some pie or something. You know, in the past past, I would be exercising willpower to not sample that. Or I wouldn't be able to sustain it, and I would have that sample. I look at that, and I just go, that is going to make me feel like shit. Yeah. You know? I just look at it, and I go, that's gross. Now, there's still occasions, right, where, you know, it will come up, and I'll indulge. Like, But then I regret it, and that's the other thing, too. So <laughs> then, then the moment you actually are kind of like, all right, you know, it's been a year. I, shit, you know, I kind of feel like having a piece of pie. It's Thanksgiving. And then you have it. My brother and I are both primal. We dipped into a pie at – um Thanksgiving or Christmas, we were like, hey, you know, whatever, let's get a pie. Ooh, it. Uh, and we uh, we went to town. It was like midday. We already worked out and whatever, and we're super fat adapted. And then literally in half an hour, 
like drug addicts, like just <laughs> drug addict heroin den. We could not control it. Both of us went to either sides of the couch in his living room. I passed on one couch. We passed out for two hours. We were out. We could not stay awake. It was, we were drugged. We were just out. It was so messed up and it felt awful. It felt like, damn, I just got hit by a ton of bricks and this feels like I'm drugged out and not in a fun way. Like if I'm going to be, you know, I'm sure that, you know, <laughs> nodding out like a heroin addict some some good comes out of this but it was just really like it we were jacked and so when you have that experience then you're like i'm i can't even look at pie now probably for another year or more right yeah. you know what i mean yeah i mean you get you get super sugar sensitive when you're out when you're a fat burner it's like just the littlest thing and you're like okay coma time let's do this i had a roll yeah. i had a roll i need to hibernate for at least 2 years yeah yeah it's incredible <laughs> it's incredible and, and here's the thing is everyone that is maybe listening or the, the three of us we may say oh this is this is weird but it's not weird if we just paid attention to our genes and our genetics yep and ate the way that we were meant to eat yep then this it would be weird to go and pick up a piece of pie because the weird thing yeah the weird thing you, know, would you wouldn't be, just go yeah you eat, would, whatever I don't know I was gonna say uh, eat a piece of deuce yeah you know what I mean you just wouldn't go eat garbage you wouldn't, yeah yeah Th- that would be the weird thing is if you were it'd be like a bunny eating the steak it'd right be, it's just what that's kind of what we're doing right now is right. like when you look at the pantry of the average American and you open it up and it's chips crackers bread uh fruit juices and it's like oh my god it's no wonder that children can't pay attention mm-hmm. it's no wonder that everybody's yeah. got adhd it's no wonder that there's diabetes it's no wonder that people are twice the size that we we used to be it's it's incredible like it it's yeah and if you look in a mark sisson's pantry the majority of it other than like there's just it's basically like Oils, fats, nuts. <laughs> it's like, you know, there's no like, there's no BS in there. Like, maybe they've got for if they have a party, a couple of like gluten free cracker options if they're doing a party and, you know, they're going to put out stuff for their friends. But other than that, it's mostly just really healthy fats and seeds and yeah. <laughs> oils. And, you know, it's a different kind of pantry. I, yeah, I could only imagine. I, I, I hope when you talk to him next, I just tell him from the Savage Podcast, we love the shit out of that guy. Yeah. And we want, I just <laughs> love, well, it's I, funny. you said on the last podcast that you were like, I want to just, his abs, you're like, don't you just want to like melt some cheese on his abs? I was like, well, maybe not cheese, but I hear you. Yeah, he's just golden delicious. Yeah. I mean, that dude is <laughs> like, when I look at him, Shredded. knowing his age and seeing his physique, it just, not only is it awe-inspiring, but that gives you so much friggin' inspiration to go, you know what? You don't have to be 60 and not able to bend over and tie your shoes and all this shit. You can yeah, be... Break your hip, getting out of the car. Yeah, Come on. you can be... <laughs> and like, like Mark says, live long, drop dead. You can be fit and healthy until the day you croak. And you know what? That's the way I want to go. Yeah. So what up? You know what, though? It's a little tough because every time I do go to their house or see Mark, it literally is. I'm like, how... And I'll say it to other employees. I'll be like, how is it that he looks better Every year, I've known him for five. How does he keep looking better? He's getting older. That's not right. And <laughs> and the other thing too is he always like usually is really like has a good tan going. Oh yeah. And sometimes like and, and I I'm always every time I'm in his presence I leave and I go oh I feel horrible I need to like go tanning and figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like oh I'm like tanning failures. Oh I'm such an idiot. Oh. He always looks so tan and but he he really yeah he really is. Um, 
such an inspiration. I mean, every time I leave there, I'm like, wow, it just doesn't get old because that inspiration and same with Carrie, of course, um, you know, hot mama. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it just, it really, it never gets old. Actually, let's talk a little bit about, we chatted briefly on your podcast about, you know, you, you get into this lifestyle it's just a life changer. And then you want to impart it on people and the pitfalls that you run into with trying to preach or telling, you know, because it's tough, right? You, you, it's not that you become judgmental and want to tell everyone to do, but it's hard not to see all the wrong and see how people are like ruining themselves and not want to get in there. And then over time you kind of learn, all right, I got to choose my battles and not, you know, try to convince everybody. So talk about that. Cause I know you guys had a couple of things where you've hit, you've hit some walls there trying to help others, right? Oh yes. Yes. Oh yes. Um, my, my buddy and I, um, we work out, um, we, at, at the gym, you know, we do our uh, regular routine, but he sort of went, I do mine more, uh, for fighting and he, he's geared more towards bodybuilding. So I'm like, oh, you know, what are you, what are you working with? What are you doing? What are you up to? What's your diet looking like? Just to kind of question, see what's going on out there. Cause I'm kind of tuned off to all these other crazy diets and concepts. I'm, I'm done. Like I'll still learn and listen. I'm paying attention because I want to learn, but I want to correct it. So <laughs> I, you know, I, I asked my buddy, what are you, what are you eating? And he went down this whole long list and it was just, he, he literally told me, and I wanted to barf. He told me that in his diet, they told him to drink liquid carbs. Okay. Oh my God. I didn't even know that was po- possible. I said, okay. I said, if you That's want disgusting. to, I could whip you up a batch of sugar water and sell it to you at half price. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's no problem. Yeah. There's a sucker born every minute on the carb water. I, sh- I damn, we could be killing it with that. Right. I mean, that's a thing. So, <laughs> yeah. So I'm in the process of uh, taking him by the hand and kind of showing him. And I, you know, first thing I did, I said, pull out your phone, Google this man's name right now, Mark Sisson. <laughs> look at his ass yeah, right now. Look at, at his ass. Look at his tight, hot, hot, hot abs, <laughs> chocolate, hot, hotness. And then I was like, now check out this chick, El Russ. No big deal. He's like, what? Yeah. Primal. Yeah. Primal. He's like, oh, does she run? She must run marathons every day. No, nope. no, Ugh, no, no. Nope. So she's sucking on butter. <laughs> <laughs> by, by, the, by the spoon. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's my, uh, that's who I'm, I'm working on with my buddy. And it's, it's tough because the first thing I said, well, you know, we're going to work on getting you off sugars and carbs. And he's like, oh, I, I can't, I can't do that. I was like, dude, you're a recovering alcoholic and you gave up alcohol for the last nine years. You can give up sugar for six days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah for six days. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's absolutely. But the, he, the thing is that he replaced that alcohol addiction with the damn sugar. So now he's like, don't steal my addictions, man. I got this one last one. Left. <laughs> we all you know? got a hold of Phil. I'd rather have him. I know it's not right, but I'd rather him have himself work himself out to death yeah <laughs> then to, to put himself in a sugar coma you right and get diabetes and long-term damage yeah you know? we're not trying to carry those limbs around for him right well you know there's a local college here and i was talking to they have a big volleyball team all these girls were like six foot five and you know i was chatting with a couple of them and uh got into a primal discussion with one of them she's like i'd heard about that what's about we're chatting and she said uh oh that's um she goes, that's weird because, you know, after our practices, our coach tells us specifically after we have these long practices to go eat carbs. So we all go down to the organic place and we get huge banana bowls with yogurt and granola and fruit. Uh. 
Oh my God. And I was like, oh my God, that's horrible. I go, that's like diabetes making. And she goes, oh, that's interesting you said that. My coach has diabetes. Mm -hmm. The coach, the coach telling him to go carb up. He's got diabetes. And I go, does he have type 2 diabetes? She goes, yeah, yeah. He like got it as an adult. I'm like, Mm. this effer. In, this guy, and you know but he doesn't know better. And, and again, that's the thing. We can't blame, right? Because people just don't know better. We all were, didn't know better at one point. You can't, you know, it, it, ignorance is, you know, we get socially constructed with bad ideas and we have to, we're so lucky we're out of it. But can you believe this? This guy's telling, I'm like, oh. I mean, that that's just the way. And he probably, if you were to ask him, he'd probably say it's genetic. And you know what? To a degree, it, it is, motherfucker, because you're <laughs> what, telling what you. Oh, I just I said the F word. There it is. That's all right. I, no problem. See, I get worked up. Jay knows. Jay, hold me down. He, I'm holding him down. Hold I, me down. I disclaimed it. I disclaimed it. If there's any kids listening, you better get out of the room, players. <laughs> Ch- children, children, earmuffs. Um, so no, no, pay attention. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah children, yeah. please, <laughs> yeah. please pay attention. Um, the it is genetics because you're telling your body. See, diabetes is just a way for your body to maintain stasis so that you can breed, and it's trying to do that while you're dumping crazy amounts of sugar in. So it has no choice but to be like, hey, it's trying to save your life. We need to get diabetic in this real quick. It's amazing. Yeah, it is genetic. That's a good answer. And so it's like genetic. Like, well, yeah, actually, now, <laughs> uh, now you made it genetic, yeah, right? You made know, it genetic. Uh, yeah, no. So what about uh, what about some other? You know, I I've learned, and I told you guys that at first when you get excited about it, you have to let people come to you if they're interested because otherwise it's a non-versation because a million people will be like, oh, so it's this paleo thing. And you're like, I'm not going to sit here and give you a tutorial when you don't really care. And I could tell you're just going to like, just go look it up online then. Yeah, right? exactly. So it's tough because I've really tried to impart that on people and you know, it doesn't work. It really doesn't. And I've learned that from Mark. I think I told you on the podcast, he said, listen, it's, it's not my job to convince you that your life sucks. Yeah. Right? You know what? And uh, really not. But I do want to. I have a good update for you, and, and this is really along the lines of getting a little bit of a sensitive topic. But vegan and vegetarianism, and I told you on your podcast and have mentioned before that here's the thing: that's a choice, no problems. Do whatever you want, people. Everybody in the world has that choice. However, don't try to tell me that humans are designed to be vegetarians or vegans. That's all. You can do what you want. Just don't. Give me fake science on that. And I think I told you I had I, – I try not to get into arguments or discussions with vegans or vegetarians. I'm not here to argue with people and convince them of that. And again, it's a choice, whatever. But I think I mentioned I was at my gym. There was, a, was like a couple months ago. A woman was trying to convince another woman to go vegan. And I overheard it and I couldn't help it. And I looked at the woman. I said, please don't stop eating animals. Uh, you're meant to eat them as a human. Please, at the very least, if you're going to go any kind of vegetarian, please still stick with fish and eggs. And then the vegan looked at me and she goes, are you telling me that humans are meant to kill and eat animals? Yep. I said, well, we're, our genetics dictate that. Yes. I go, you don't have to, but, but, but it's the science of it. And she looked at me like you're a horrible person, whatever. Well, I got a great update on this one. This is so great. I can't even tell you how great oh it is. Oh my God. Cut to a month, cut to a month later. This vegan is a swimmer. I swim next door. I know her now pretty you know, well, I'm trying to avoid her, but I felt bad about that <laughs> conversation. Um, and, and so I was like, uh, but now I was like, oh, no, I'm swimming next to her. And so I'm in the sauna literally just a couple weeks ago. She comes in, she can barely breathe. There's another woman there. She's like, I can't, I can't catch my breath. I can't catch my breath. I don't understand. I swim every day. Da, 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 da. I don't know what's happening. And I just look at her and I said, honey, B12 and iron, you're, you're a vegan, right? And she goes, oh my God. Oh my God. Thank you. She like had a moment and she was like, 
I, I have, oh, I haven't been taking my B12 for like a really long time. Oh my God, you're right. I said, listen, I've experienced this myself. I've had low iron and low B12, even though I'm not a veg- vegetarian. And this is something, if you're going to choose to be a vegan, you, you can't drop the ball on this. And I helped her and I calmed her down. It was very sweet. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't there to like then uh, make my final argument, which was though on the way out, <laughs> I, I, she proved my point without knowing she proved it. There it is. Boom. Do you know what I mean? It the, the bottom line is we are meant. And so if and the reason is is we need things that animals give us that plants don't and there's where the vegans and the vegetarians become deficient. And so it's like you can make that choice. I'm not judging it. It's just but be careful. Like note to self be careful, be diligent and there's some things you're going to really need to keep up with and that you can't drop the ball on if you're going to go in that direction. And then ultimately if it really starts failing you, you really have to let it go and look at other options yeah. of, of diet and lifestyle or eating strategies, whatever you want. So it was just really interesting, though, because she really firmly believes in her mind somewhere that we are not meant to, designed, we are we are literally vegetarian species, which is not true, but yet she just proved it by having that awful breathing meltdown she had. So then she goes and gets the B12 I tell her to get. <laughs> and like literally every day at the gym now, she's like, thank you so much. I feel so much better. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'm like, first of all, I, this is just hysterical. And I don't even know if she remembers that I was the first person that had that little kind of thing with her. I'm not sure if she remembers, but I mean, isn't that interesting? So it's just funny because in one of those moments where I was like, ah, I regret speaking up, I kind of actually maybe I was meant to to save her I, in that I, moment. I got to say, you're way kinder than I am. Yeah. I mean, I, as soon as people, as soon as someone says to me that we aren't meant to kill or eat animals, I just bust out some National Geographic on some chimps and go, look at this is the closest living relative we have on this planet, and they are murdering and eating each other like it's breathing. So if you don't <laughs> think if you think we've changed so much that we just um we didn't we didn't develop these minds so we could pull carrots out of the ground twenty four seven. We're meant to you've never seen a lion. Well, and someone said to me the other day, we were we were petting horses and they're like, Oh, they're so strong and amazing. And you know, we're like admiring sort of the body of this horse we were brushing and you know, talking to. That was, and she that was, was me. Yeah, that was you. And she goes, if there's one argument for, you know, someone going vegetarian, I was like, no, no, because again, this is a different species with a different set of DNA. Yeah, This is a diff. It, it's not, you know, you can't be like, oh, well, look at gorillas. They're strong. Maybe it should just be. No, that because gorillas have their own gorilla DNA. That's why we're not gorillas. <laughs> I mean, just, yeah. do you know what I mean? You can't compare this, the species that way yeah. and look at an animal and think, oh, well, look at their diet. It's like, well, yeah, also, but they have four stomachs. So, yeah. right. I mean, we've been meant to, I mean, the science behind it, it, there's no way we weren't meant to eat and be omnivorous, you know, with a tendency towards uh, being a carnivore. I mean, you, it, when if you're developed to do uh, to have a specific diet in a specific way of life, you have to go by that. And any kind of, I mean, can you get by as a vegetarian? Yeah. I mean, I, I know there's people that do, but... I- well, and also there's people that, like like even Kyle Sisson, who will eat eggs and collagen fuel and other stuff, but because he was raised a vegetarian, and people who are raised that way have done it so long, there are people that are just disgusted by the texture and taste. And I understand that. It's like, there's no judgment to that, but then it's just 
be careful, right? Yeah. Be careful because you're going, and, and at least he does eat eggs and he'll do collagen in a way because he doesn't have a ethical animal line. It's more for him about taste and texture. But then the people who have the ethical line, I feel that's even more questionable. Sure. That's more challengeable. I get that someone's just like, you know what, ever since birth, I just can't. It's I try to, it grosses me out. It's like, okay, I get it. The, you know? the problem with the human body is it's so damn adaptable that you can skate by. I mean, everyone always says the human form is fragile. It really isn't. We are it, it human beings themselves are a very tough species. Resilient. Yeah. We're very resilient and because of our genetics, uh, your body will adapt. It will put you in precarious health situations, but it will and with modern medicine, you can stay alive and sustain a lifestyle that is less than ideal for sure. You can with, with whether it's insulin or it does. There's a whole host of diseases. I mean, what what are they saying? You know, like eighty percent or ninety percent of diseases can be possibly caused by diet alone. I mean, it's ridiculous. So if you think of it like that, human beings can ingest whatever they want, and because of the resilience and because of modern medicine, they can you know live to be eighty five. But it is a tough. It is not a thriving life. It is a tough life. Yeah, it really is. What about, have you been able to convert some people? What are some reactions of people that did jump on board? Uh, well, besides Joe converting me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, any, anyone around you I, that's been able to pick up on it? I kind of, uh, just real quick going back, I, I agree with Joe and how straightforward it is with, with letting people know. When people come up to me, they're like, oh, you know, what diet are you on? I'm like, well... You finish up whatever diet you're on and fail at it. Try another one, fail at it, and then come talk to me. And then I'm going to and then I'm going to set you up with a life I like it. with a lifestyle instead of a diet. Yeah, I like that because it's just sort of the inevitable too. Like, go read ten different books, try all those, and then see what happens, and then come to me. Yeah, right. Um, I'm actually in the middle of changing my mom over to this, and it's it's such a tough road, but she's starting to see. Um, a lot more energy because she was diagnosed with uh, diabetes as well. And it, you try telling an old lady that you can't, you have to change everything you're doing. No, 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> but it's, it's, yeah, my doctor told me. You know, like, right, right, right. And it's, it's a slow progression, but it's slowly working. And um, she's been able to, I forgot what it was for, but she was able to come off of one of her medications and she's on a whole slew of them. But you know, she'll be able to come off all right. of them if she goes in the right direction with this. That's the thing about it. Right. It's like you have a shot. Your mom really has a shot here. Anyone out there listening has a shot at this. If you've been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes and you're jacked up with a bunch of meds, so many of our success stories at the Primal Blueprint have gotten off like tons of medications. Right. Yeah, it's amazing. I think I've converted my mother, my sister, my girlfriend, two coworkers, and all with the same thing. It's been, wait, this can't possibly work. This doesn't make sense. To three weeks later, I have never felt <laughs> this good. And you know what the best thing is? What Totally. <laughs> I still get those calls. Even after people are converted two years later, they're still calling me and being like, I cannot tell you how great this is. <laughs> oh my goodness. Al, if I don't, if I don't tell you that my, uh, I changed my girlfriend as well, she's going to kill me. We, uh, she started on it actually about a month ago 
and she's jumping for joy. Now she always ate extremely healthy. She did extremely healthy. And when I say that, I, I actually mean she was so she didn't really eat too many carbs or sugars, but now she's learning and, and was asking questions and asking why. And the deeper and deeper she goes, the more it's making sense to her. And um, she actually wanted me to ask you a question. Hot. Yeah. Hot. Qu- Ooh, I like hot this. Hot question. Threesome. She has a... Um, <laughs> yeah. D- d- no to that. Uh, but uh, maybe reconsider in the future. We'll see. No. She, uh, she has an autoimmune disease. Ah, and uh-huh. she's curious as to if this is going to, um, if it's going to help or change or what the effects are. Now we're doing it slowly. Like I said, um, she, it depends on what her autoimmune disorder is. She had, well, she gets, she gets ulcers in her, um, stomach all the way up through her esophagus and, um, but what I, what I thought it was, was, um, what is it called? Um, like acid reflux? E- well, yes. It, well, I'm, it, there's a leaky gut. There's, there's something where you, uh, your, your stomach lining. Diverticulitis? No, guess again. Um, colitis. To- to- total organ failure? No, no. <laughs> I mean, what? That's the one. Yeah. Right. That's, that's it. H. pylori. That's what it is. That's what I think it oh. is. That's what, oh, listen. That's oh, yeah. Is. Well, that's that's just a bad bug in there. You need to get out. There's, right. there's ways. There's, well, that, that's, yeah. uh, that's what I think it is. Her doctor told her that it was something different, and I'm drawing a blank. I'll, uh, I'm going to have to email you about this because um, she was- We'll email it separately, and I'll give a broad answer now, which is- Obviously, all elimination of all grains. Anything with autoimmunity, if it's an autoimmune situation, it could just be she does have like just an overgrowth of the bad bacteria and needs to either hopefully not take a round of antibiotics, but can clean it out. One way to do this, everybody, for candida and other weird stuff to take a shot at it naturally is you switch up, you start taking probiotics and you switch it up like every month. And um, this is what Dr. Forsman told me to do to get rid of candida that I had. And candida is different than H. pylori, but again, it could still be just a good cleaner outer, which is you switch up the probiotics every month. That way you are tricking everything so that they can't overcome and get used to something. So if she's taking probiotics now, immediately switch, keep that bottle because she could use it a couple months from now because it rotated in, right? So do that. And then there's something that I highly suggest for everything in life to have a bottle of this around. There's a company called North American Urban Spice Company. They pretty much invented and coined like they are the granddaddies of making oregano oil popular. And they have the highest grade, most powerful form of oregano oil called Oreganol P73. Comes in a little bottle in a tincture. And you just, one week out of the month to kill something like that, you would just take like one or two drops each day. It's strong, powerful oregano oil. So you need to like just drop on the tongue and right down the hatch like with some water, like gross. It's, you know, it's a little bit too much. But it's just it it kill it just kills a ton of stuff and do but you're not then really affecting the probiotics if you're just doing it like one week of the month right so you might want to just that's something for everyone out there naturally if you want to try to clear up something yeah I think you might have a bug or a parasite or whatever oregano oil is also in all immunity formulas I take it when I travel no matter where I go it has cured me of so many things. Um, and it's just really powerful. So that's something natural you could do. Other than that, H. pylori might, in her case, I don't know if that's the case, 
you have to do a stool test for that actually to, to gauge it properly, then she would have to, um, if it were really bad, there's a potential to go a course of natural antibiotics, or sometimes people have done a serious round of intraven- intravenous antibiotics. It's like 2,500 bucks, very expensive. And I don't know that you necessarily need to do that. Um, so, but she needs to go to a functional medicine doctor yeah. and that's the problem is like her doctor's going, what? I don't know. Maybe it's like, what, what are we talking about? I mean, if anything, you know, my book blasts the hell out of uninformed doctors right. and people like that. If you've got something that's kind of not on the straight and narrow, like, hi, I broke my arm or, you know what I mean? Yeah. I need this. Then, then you got to go to a functional medicine doctor, especially if it's something that's been going on for a while. And, you know, a little bit of poop talk, but yeah. her stools will tell a story as well. Often people with overgrowth of stuff might have some real runny stuff going on. There's You can look up poop charts online and look at the different like yeah. shapes and things and how things should be. But definitely eliminating grains, anything that could be a gut disruptor, grains, mm. beans, and legumes, and dairy and sugar for a while just to potentially remove everything that can be inflammatory and also just a gut messer up. It was... Uh... It was Crohn's disease. I think that's the one. Crohn's. Yeah, Crohn's. But what I. Oh, well, then that's just, I mean, look at Mark's Daily Apple and type yeah. in Crohn's disease. We have so many articles on that. And, you know, the thing is that Mark had irritable bowel syndrome. Okay. I don't know. He talks about it all the time. I mean, that's one of the reasons that it blew his mind was that he, he said it pretty much ran his life. And then he was so resistant to quitting grains. He had done everything else. And then I think his wife was like, why don't you just try it for you know, 30 days. And he was like, no, cause I'm a carb guy. <laughs> no. I, that's what I, I'm like, yeah, no, I like, I train, I'm a carb guy. And then he was like, all right, you know, maybe I will. And then all of his stuff cleared up, like everything. <laughs> so that's when he was like, wait, what? And then that's how he went forward. So any kind of, um, and I also would look into the work of Sarah Ballantyne and, um, Eileen Laird from the podcast Phoenix Helix. They both talk, their podcasts are all about autoimmune disorders and uh, Sarah's books, The Paleo Approach is a, really an expose in autoimmunity and food and all of this stuff and how it's related. And in fact, there are some things that trigger it more than others. Like some people have found with autoimmune disorders that even having seasoning that's like the color red, like a paprika can actually F them up. Yeah. So there's something called the autoimmune protocol and look it up. There's a simple guide to the autoimmune protocol for like seven bucks on Amazon by Eileen Laird. And then there's the paleo approach, which is a more in-depth book by Sarah Ballantyne. And she's actually going to be on our podcast um, in the next couple of months. So anyway, that's sort of the, that's a short one. We'll get back to you guys, but, and you can email me separately, but yeah. since you brought it up, there's a, a short blaster. That's oh, awesome. I appreciate it. That you. was yeah. awesome. That was, yeah, hell yeah. That was sweet. Not a short, not very short. Sorry. That's okay. um, <laughs> actually, you know what? I want to talk to, you know, it's funny. I'm talking to someone on the podcast and a couple of times with people have mentioned the movie Captain Fantastic. I don't know if you've seen it, No. but it's basically essentially about this, uh, this guy who raises his family primal, like they hunt their animals and stuff. And it's like, he, he rewilds them essentially. Right. I mean, he's kind of raising them off the grid, but then there's a point where they have to kind of go back into society and you see the pitfalls of kind of, you know, like you got to adapt people, right. You can't maybe be living in the woods unless the shit's not going to work out yeah. well. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and just the issues that came up with that adjustment, but how lovely because the, the family and the kids loved it. And they were these amazing like kids and they were smarter than any of the school children that had been in schools like these, you know, so they were totally proof positive that this guy did it the best way he could, but then, uh, oh, now you got to go into society and now your kids are kind of effed because they're like, uh, what? We like 
hunt animals and char- you know, it's just really <laughs> weird. So it's interesting kind of paradigm. And I bring it up because I know you guys are like big, avid outdoorsmen. And I'm just wondering, like, okay. are you guys like killing stuff now? And you're like, how, like, tell me about primal and outdoorsmen and your connection with nature after going primal. And if that's different or I don't know, what are you doing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a whole, when I say lifestyle people, I mean an entire lifestyle. Um, when I when I would go out and hunt, it would just be me and the guys. Yeah, yeah let's, let's go hunt stuff, kill it. Have another Bud Light. Yeah, give me, yeah, and you just turn it into drinking fest. But now it, it almost turns you one, not to sound like a flower child, but you're one with nature, you're one with earth. You know yourself, you know your surroundings. It's it's incredible. You really do get a different senses and when you know that you're killing an animal you know you're going to gut it and eat it and it's you know where the nutrition's going it's just not going in and coming out you value it a lot deeper i feel um it's incredible yeah that's amazing man for me the outdoors is taking a whole new turn because not only i mean on the diet or the, the lifestyle i just feel you just feel more, uh, what's the word? You feel like a more natural being. So when you're out there, it's no longer, uh, I'm a stranger. I'm a stranger in the outdoors with a backpack and I'm going to try to do this. Now it's, you know, we belonged here once and I'm, I'm trying to get back. So whether it's kayaking or hiking, climbing a mountain, Jada scuba diving, it's like you, you've got a different, you've got a different. Where do you go scuba diving? Where? Yeah. Um, I go everywhere. I actually travel all over. I have a um, trip booked to Cozumel coming up. Um, nice. Yeah. I, I, my girl and I were going out uh, west to, um, uh, what do you call it? Sorry, I'm joking. Yosemite? Yeah, Yosemite. Nailed it. <laughs> thanks, for <knowing> my sched- <laughs> thanks for knowing my schedule better than I, Joe. That's why I'm here. <laughs> hey, listen, you're going to be, do- you're gonna be dig- get ready to dodge some grizzlies. Oh, yes. I went over bear safety with Jay already. Yeah, we went over Have that. you seen the movie Grizzly Man? If not- I wrote it. Um, I wrote it and directed <laughs> it's, it. That's one of my, actually, it's one of my, one of my favorite documentaries ever is, is Grizzly Man. It's something I think everyone should see. It's messed up. Um, but yeah, so there's grizzlies up there. Yeah. I'm scared to go to Yosemite. I live near Yosemite and I'm scared to go there. Cause I'm like, I can't deal with grizzlies. Like yeah. I'm not putting up with this. Yeah. Joe reenacted that entire movie and it was just him in a grizzly outfit chasing me around, uh, <laughs> studio too. um, wait. that guy was from Malibu, man. Flower tried from Malibu. Well, yeah. Now he's just poop. <laughs> yeah, now he's just, everybody. Poops. Yeah. Now it's just, now but just yeah, we're, we're going out to Yellowstone and the idea was, uh, we're going out there and we're going to rock climb. We're going to snowboard and we're also going to scuba dive all in the same, uh, on the same state. And it's going to be wonderful. I'm so jelly right now. No, no. Have you ever done the, um, great white shark? Thing. I want to. I will. They do that off of uh, San Diego. Uh, we're at. Well, that is going to be. That's actually on the agenda for next year. Is San Diego? Oh, nice. Yes. Yeah, um, they do that on the little island off there where they go and drop the cages, and you can get in them. So um, I expect a report on that. <laughs> I, oh, I actually, I'm going to give Jay my book. I have the. Um, I'm a big animal nerd. L. I have the I, I have the Shark Watchers Handbook. It tells you every place on Earth, Earth Shark Week, where they can dip you into the water in a cage where you can experience uh, live encounters with several species of shark, whether Whoa. it be great whites, makos, bluefins, blues, That's tiger hot. shark. 
Hammerheads. I'm going to eat all of those. Hammerheads, a.k.a. Joe. <laughs> that's the only kind of thing I won't eat a shark because I'm like, that's a little bit of bad karma deal, I feel. I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't know if I want to mess with that. They're am- like, yeah. Sharks are – let's talk about – can we just talk about sharks for one second? They're amazing. I would love to talk to you about sharks because I've actually um, worked with several sh- great white shark experts um, writing for them and even traveling with them when they went on National Geographic shoots. And because I'm a stand-up paddler, I like – ask them a whole shitload of shark questions because I was like, what? I need to know everything about sharks. I learned some fascinating things. And um, one of the things as well I learned, a little nerdo thing, is that there's only two places in the world that you can actually, separate species here, but only two places in the world where you can actually legally jump in the water and go swim with humpbacks. And that is in um, Tonga and also Dominican Republic. It's the only two places you can literally just oh. go right in with scoot, you know, with snorkel and just go swim with humpback. Really? I'm I'm Samoan, which is I want to do that. Right next I'm Samoan, so I'm right next to Tonga. Yeah, you are. That's incredible. Didn't know are that. Are you Samoan? I love all things Polynesian. Thank you. Watched Moana twice already. Uh, Seriously. There it is. Lo- Love all things South Pacific, but I would love to go to Tonga and swim with the humpbacks. But sharks are crazy. They're such apex predators. They're so insane. People are so scared of them. But I guess it's people like you want to jump in the water and just go and hang out. Yes. I mean, the, Why? they're the yes. ultimate Why? primal predator. I mean, they are a machine. Enough about Samoans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, just machines. Know. It's in my blood. It's in my blood. And once you get onto the primal lifestyle, now you want to do everything. My girl laughs when I pick up rocks and I start clicking them together. <laughs> like everything. Yeah. I, just, I don't know. I get that. My brother has had that same reaction. My brother has the same thing where he's more out like touching and in nature and climbing rocks. And like, I, I've seen that. It's, it's kind of, a, yeah, it's, yeah. it's primal you, instinct, yeah, isn't you it? You feel different. Like when I'm outside, I just, I don't know. I get into that. Jay's seen it. That monkey state. Where I start, I start swinging on trees. Mm-hmm. I start doing. I, I just, I, I feel more at home squatting, walking. <laughs> like I just, I act like a free animal. I yeah. guess you could say, and that never happened before. Like Jay and I moving your body like that's cool. Huh? We yeah, absolutely. We have a, an outdoor primal gym that we built here at Studio Two. Um, Ooh, it's me. What's that entail? Uh, it entails a lot. Mm-hmm. There's a rock throwing station. Uh, for for large boulders where you throw a rock from your chest and you do squats while you do it. Um, there's balance beams. There's a low rope uh, for doing dips and squats underneath. There is an incline monkey bar that you have to hand over hand go up when you do it. Uh, there's a climbing rope. There's a bunny hop station. You know how Mark's big on those 40, 40 meter bunny hops. Well, there's rocks. There's <laughs> there's rocks propped so that you have to jump super high for these. But is there a potato sack race? There's a potato sack race. <laughs> this is all just to get to the fire pit. <laughs> I'm not even lying. Yeah, this is a we're not, we're not even past the front. Door. You're not even allowed at the fire pit. Yeah, right. so you go we haven't it. even we haven't gotten on the property yet. And then <laughs> and then there's a um there's a section. Uh, for farmers carry, where I have three different size boulders and a path cut out for you to walk it, and it goes up and down hills. I got two and a half acres back here, so I figured I'd just turn it into like a an outdoor gym. Why go to the gym? Why drive when you can just go in the backyard and do your thing? Love it. Yeah. What else do you guys like to do um, outdoors, where nearby where you live? Like instead of traveling to go scuba diving somewhere, what are you doing locally? 
Well, we can, as well. We can uh, we can scuba dive locally because we're right near the Great Lakes. So it, it's oh right, I forgot about the lakes. Yeah, <laughs> so we have some of the most. We have probably the most biggest freshwater source where probably in the world you ought to know that there's a lot of shipwrecks in those lakes people don't know about too oh yes there's uh there's over a thousand and they um most of them are from the war of 1812 and the best part is is they're kept pristine because it's cold fresh water so they're not deteriorating yeah there's no salt yeah um other than that there's there's tons of mountains. There's a lot of mountains around here that Joe and I just go out and climb. It's funny. The one time we were just driving and we saw a mountain and we just looked at each other. We didn't even say anything. We got out, we parked and just started climbing. We didn't know why. It didn't even matter. <laughs> it was time. It was just time it's to go just, do it was that. Just, it was time to do that. I love that. And yeah. you can't do that as a sugar burner. Let's be honest. <laughs> let's let's get back to that. Let's, let's, All the stuff we're talking about, never going to be able to do. Yeah. If you're a fat burner, you're going to love doing stuff oh, yeah. like that. It. It's just going to come naturally to you. If you're a sugar burner, you're going to be like, well, we could climb the mountain or we could go watch a TV show and eat Ben Jerry's. <laughs> right. So I think we're going to do... We're going to right. do that. And that's the thing, too, to tie into a point. Um, we didn't have to pack any snacks or anything nope. like that. Yeah, that's he, the fucking bad that, oh, Sorry, I did it again. <laughs> he did it again. He's so, he's so It's excited. explicit already. We swear as much as you want. <clears throat> All right, good. So, yeah, that's the best part is you don't have to think ahead and pack stuff up. We just got out of the car and started doing an activity that was strenuous and to most – would be like, why would, why would you, didn't you bring any? Where's my protein bar? Right, right, no, no. We decided to get out, climb for a while, and then we ended up climbing back down, and we jumped back in and just kept it moving. And then we had two fat rib, oh, the ribeyes that I bought mm. were an inch and a half thick. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's another beauty of it, being a, I can tell you this, um, as far as outdoors go, it's really nice not to think, okay, you need a snack for the morning. You need a snack for midday. You need a snack for lunch. You need a snack for after lunch. You need a dinner snack just to go on a, an eight mile hike. It's 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 a great liberal, liberating feeling yeah, to it's know. Freedom. Yeah, it's that, freedom. that all you need is some water on your back, and you're just you're going to have the energy to yeah. do what you have to do, and you're not going to starve to death and die and all or, or get low blood right. sugar or any of that crap. Yeah. yeah, and and overall, I'd have to say that this this whole lifestyle it is freedom because now you don't have you're not constrained to to something that's holding you down and I have to eat or I'm going to get cranky or um, I, I have to eat or else I'm going to get a headache. And you don't have that, I'm going to put it in quotes, but you don't have that drug that's yeah. tying you in. It's it's mental freedom. It's freedom to your health, freedom to yourself, freedom to your mind. Um, one thing I wanted to bring up was this, with all this exercise and stuff, especially with you know Joe and I or any athletes out there, just people in general, most important thing ever, you're breathing. Yeah, breathe, people. Breathing. Okay, so we're, yeah, we're athletes. We're outdoorsmen. We do everything that requires you to have to be able to breathe hot sex, hot breath. <laughs> so, um, with, with this whole lifestyle and even when, even scuba diving, you have to know how to breathe or else you're going to burn sure. out your tank and then you're back up in five minutes while everyone else is having fun. Like sure. everything that we do, we have to be very conscious of our breath. Right. So, um, following, um, in the, in the footsteps that, uh, Mark, Mark Sisson has laid out, um, we've been able to go hard, you know, two, three times a week 
And, and then like Joe said, focus on the details and, and, and learning and training opposed to trying to burn ourselves out. And, and all that ties into being able to breathe and control your breath. And it, it's, a, it's such an amazing life change being a part of the uh, primal lifestyle. Yeah, man, you really slowed, everything slows down. Right. I've noticed everything slows down when I started, when Mark first said, you know, to go fast, sometimes you got to slow down. Right. When, when that, when that realization came into my brain, that changed, it changed everything. It yes. really did. It was like, it's, it's. I think there's a chapter in Primal Endurance even that says like, slow the F dash, dash, dash down. <laughs> and I think it was somewhere. I think. Can you ask Mark a question for me? I, I, All right, I have a great. question that I would, per, it's a personal question. I want to know if right now, and I always ask athletes this, if he went all out for just one mile, what his mile time would be right now. So if you ever get around, if you get around to it and you talk to him, you can email me the answer, but I'm dying to know because I know he was a marathon runner and I'm sure he can still run a mile. I want to know how fast he can run a mile, just one right now. You know what? I bet he hasn't run a mile in years. I'm sure, I'm sure he has not. I'm sure he has not, <laughs> yeah. but I'm just interested to know. Yeah. yeah, I'll ask him. I'll ask him what, you know, it's funny. I was over there once and uh, hanging out with Mark and Brad and Mark and Brad were geeking out on stats, old stats. Like Mark pulled out, he's like, hey, Brad, like they're reminiscing about the old days. He's like, I check out, I just found this, like, uh, it's like an old legal yellow pad with like handwritten like, stats. <laughs> no, there's like all sorts of stuff and they were geeking out over all of these guys' times. But then half of the guys, they'd be like, oh, yeah. And I'd be like, what? And they'd be like, yeah, he dropped dead. Or like, oh. you know, that guy got a pacemaker. God. Or, you know, because it was a carbohydrate training too much, right? Um, but it'd be interesting to see, because he, he knows his times quite well. It'd be interesting. He'll probably have a, a good answer. I'll find out. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the savagepodcast.net, your podcast. What, what, do you, what are you doing? Oh, we- What's going on? It, we do everything. Yeah, we, we do, do everything on that show. <clears throat> Obviously, it's geared towards- well, the motto is uh, combat, sex, and mind, mind control. control. But <laughs> we talk about everything from you know music, health, fitness, diet, fighting, sex, mind control, um, everything under the sun. And we've got uh, we've had a lot of we've gotten really lucky. Uh, Jay and I are seem to be magnetic for some reason. I don't know why, but we've had excellent guests, including yourself. Um, we've had always a good time with you. Yeah. We had a slew of great people and we got a slew of great people coming up. Who's up next? Grant Wilson. Yeah. Grant Wilson from ghost hunters is up next, (laughs) which is really cool. Oh, that's going to be random and awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly the, that's the type of stuff we like. We like just getting people in these different areas of life and just getting down to their roots. Like, you know, we just have a conversation. It's not an interview. We just like to talk. Yeah. So, yeah, Savage Podcast. Yeah, funny. I love it. So that's thesavagepodcast.net. And then what else? Are you guys training for something coming up specifically? Got any plans? You said you got Cozumel coming up, right? Uh, well, yes. Um, Yellowstone is first. As far, right. as far as fighting, it is tournament season, and there's a lot of fights going on right now. But right now, uh, Joe and I are so concentrated on this podcast because we're having so much fun. Right now, we are in 113 countries. 113 out of 196. Yes. Yeah, I love it. 
love it. Yes. I love it. Well, I well, hey, and hopefully more after today's show. Yeah, now we're gonna yeah, yeah, we'll hit that eighty what are they, hundred and ninety six countries in the world? Yeah. Hundred and ninety six. We'll be there after this episode. Hit two fifteen. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> be like, what? Um yeah. yeah, so it is tournament season. Um it is hard not to jump into some of these jujitsu tournaments, but we are focused. Jay's got his trips planned out. I'm going to Maine in a couple months, which I love Maine. Mark's from Maine. That's so, right. We talked about Booth Bay Harbor yep. and how much you love it. Yep. I'm oh. going up there. Um, let's see. What else? What other plans we got, Jay? Man, to rule the world, baby. Yeah. We got some YouTube videos coming up that we're going to, yeah. we don't want to break the ice on. We got a, a really special oh. project with an author coming up, Anya Alborn, that is really exciting that I'd love to tell you about on air, but I can't right now, and it's killing me because you'd love it. You'd love it. So, uh, All right. Well, 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 but it's coming up, so I'll be able to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, one thing uh, that we do have coming up, and I I, I really, really, all the listeners out there, uh, thank you for listening to Sav Joe and Sav Jay over here from the Savage Podcast. Yeah, we love you. We are going going to be releasing um, all of our primal, everything we're going to go on this huge we're really trying to push the word of the primal blueprint and everything that you and mark sisson and the whole community it's a community people it's not just a few people spout it's an awesome community it is amazing you can ask questions be engaged really reach out because somebody will help you if you really want to know the answer and there's answers out there don't stop don't give up don't don't mess around with those you know you know what go ahead Mess around with those diets, like I said, when you fail, then <laughs> then contact one of us. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we're going to be posting uh, pictures on our Instagram, which is at thesavagepodcast.com. Or, I'm sorry, at thesavagepodcast is our uh, Instagram. Twitter is Pod- at, at Podcast Savages. At Podcast Savages. Um, so, yeah, check us out. Um, also, Al, I wanted to see if you would send us a picture of um, of Mark in front of his pantry the next time you go over there. I just I want I want to show the world I want to show the world that you know it's not just this guy that keeps going and and getting uh, getting surgery done and just looking hot you yeah. know and if you have one or if you, <laughs> definitely not you know, if you can send a Very selfie true. in front of your pantry yeah I'd like to see your pantry yeah called I, out I, yeah and that <laughs> don't you have I'm like oh no yeah. it's like a lot of canned sardines <laughs> and seaweed and like collagen bars and yeah. uh epic bars it's full, filled with uh a lot of good stuff that's so uh, i will i'll take i'll take a selfie in mark's pantry actually you know what i'm just gonna go in there and i'm gonna rip off some coconut i'll rip off something from his pantry i'll steal something <laughs> see if you know. yes. <laughs> yes. i'm totally gonna do that i'm totally gonna do it i'm gonna like just go in there and just totally rip off like an entire thing of nikki's coconut butter or something yeah, see if anyone Nick, even noticed nikki's it. is the bomb that's great coconut butter. <laughs> it'd be great if he if someone texted me it was like hey we had a whole thing of brand new nikki's coconut yeah, butter right? totally like <laughs> i'm gonna have to go five finger shopping in his pantry yes the uh and we wanted to thank you also we got your care package that you sent us we're gonna if that's going along with our campaign though so we're gonna take a bunch of pictures um however joe and i started we uh three of the dressings yeah tag mark's daily apple on that on uh social media yeah yes yes yes, yes. and um we gave away a couple of our sale dressings to uh People that needed it more than us to kind of, and they're like, "Oh my god, this is so good!" Yeah, I know. They're like, what "Now is I this? can dip my pizza crust into healthy ranch." Yeah. Like, no, <laughs> that's not. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing how people yeah. think sometimes. Well, so we'll have um, we'll have uh, primal videos coming out with some of our primal movements that are like a combination of some of the stuff Mark does, but out on the primal gym and kind of our our this train as it keeps moving through this lifestyle and trying to really spread it because, you know, 
it sucks meeting people. And like Mark said, you don't know how shitty you feel until you feel really good. And there it is. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Well, listen, guys, it was so great having you on. And we'll, of course, put all of the links in our show notes to, you know, your social media uh, pages and also your, your main website. And uh, we'll definitely talk soon. I hope you guys have a great, great, uh, great evening. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks Al. for having You're us. You're the best. We love you. We you, love you. You too. You're savages. All right. <laughs> All right. Take care, dear. You too. Bye. Hi, folks. Mark Sisson here. And I'd like to tell you about my biggest undertaking yet, the Primal Health Coach Program. My mission is to create a global network of primal health coaches to help transform the health and consciousness of our communities into ones of optimal wellness and happiness. Becoming a Primal Health Coach empowers you to take your primal passions to the next level and embark on a career you love, inspiring others to live lives of vitality and lasting wellness. If you dream of a career in health coaching but have been held back by worries, such as the investment of time and money, then I encourage you to hesitate no longer. Health coaching is the fastest-growing specialty in all of coaching. And we've created an online education program that allows you to learn from the comfort of your own home and at your own pace. The world needs primal health coaches to provide a blend of ancestral wellness solutions to the modern health crisis. The world needs you. Are you ready to become one of the world's most trusted, experienced, and knowledgeable health coaches? To learn more about this online certification program and to take the first step toward a career you love, visit PrimalHealthCoach.com and subscribe.